This is Ken Perry with this week's edition of Boots in the Field. Weather has finally turned in our favor, and we're starting to knock this bean crop out. If we can hold through the weekend, I think we'll change the landscape. Uh, guys are calling in and saying they're, they're starting to run out of dry ground as far as uh, the harvesting goes. And uh, remember, if, if 20% of that field is too wet to harvest at this point, just cut around it. We'll come back later, either after it dries out or this ground freezes up. I wouldn't bypass a whole field for just poor drainage areas within a field, a lot of that being done already. But I would keep that combine moving on these soybeans. Uh, at the pace we're going, I think we're going to be in pretty good shape um, by the by the end of the weekend in a lot of places, and that'll be great. Uh, I had a lot of conversations this week uh, talking about tracks and ruts in the field itself. We probably do need to clarify the difference between it. Uh, a lot of our strip-till and no-till ground has tracks in it. Uh, versus the ruts that we're finding in the till ground. And, of course, the guys that are in a tillage program, we're going to till these ruts. But as we look at these bean fields, um, a lot of them have got three, four, maybe five-inch tracks in them that aren't really rutted up, but they got some good lug tracks in them. We can clean these up. When you take your inline rippers out there, just cut them at a slight angle. You'll lift these tracks between your vertical tillage passes and the freezing and thawing will be in pretty good shape. Um, what about fields that have ruts in them? Of course, the inline ripper is not the tool to use when we're trying to take out ruts. But if the field has got maybe 10 or 20% of the field that's rutted up and the rest has just got tracks in it, we can go out with our chisel plows and chisel plow with the ruts to fill them in in those spots that are bad in the field and then come back and inline rip across, uh, across those ruts itself. But your inline rippers aren't going to fill those in. The other thing we have to be honest with ourselves, as I looked at some no-till fields, guys were pretty comfortable that they could get, they got them combined without getting stuck, got drain cart shoes without getting stuck, and um, we're glad that they weren't doing any tillage, but at the same time, we had five-inch deep lug tracks uh, out in the field, and uh, five-inch deep tracks aren't going to work in no-till. Uh, they're going to create a lot of trouble for the corn planter next spring. Your vertical tillage arrows aren't going to be able to take something that's four or five inches deep out. So if we're going to beans next year, I'm not too concerned. We can still live with that a couple passes with the vertical tillage, and then we'll try to clean them up next fall if we need to. But in a flat-out no-till, those fields may have to uh, – we may have to put some tillage to them just to deal with the tracks that we got into it. Uh, either way, we we got to remember that's our planting pass out there. Just having lug tracks across there, which is a lot of the fields, I think uh, we can clean them up with our vertical tillage arrows. If it dries enough this fall, we'll get a pass in this fall. And then one more next spring, we're probably going to be all right. In the strip till, strip till will handle those lug tracks. That's not a problem. We just got to get it dry enough to build a good strip. If weather holds for us, and we might be able to see some of that in November. But uh, be careful what you're calling a rut and what you're calling a track, depending on how much tillage you're doing ahead of planting. Uh, if you're in a horizontal format, of course, you'll scrape these uh, tracks uh, out of there and you won't have any trouble, but you're still going to have to fill in the ruts. So, um, talking with a number of guys that have waved off the wheat crop, and one of the reasons they wanted to go to wheat was for soil health. And the question is, is there anything else we can do to replace the wheat crop and trying to build aggregate stability in the field itself? There is one option uh, probably only left for that, and that would be to put it in cereal rye. Uh, and cereal rye will germinate down to about 34 degrees. So we can plant cereal rye out there as a cover crop 
up until about Thanksgiving in most cases, so we got a window there. One of the things to remember, though, is cereal rye has got allopathic effects against corn, so if you're going ahead of a corn crop next year, you got to make sure this cereal rye gets killed very early next spring. And, of course, planting it late and killing it early, you're not going to get as much effect from it. If we're going to soybeans, soybeans won't bother with the cereal rye, and uh, we can get the aggregate stability uh, effect from the cereal rye by letting it grow a little bit longer next spring. So with that, I'll talk to you next week. Everybody keep it safe, keep the hammer down, let's get this crop in the bin.